Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman back with you from Elkhorn as it's Lincoln East and Elkhorn South all knotted up at 10 apiece at the break. This is the Members Own Credit Union Halftime Show. Whether it's financing a new vehicle or financial guidance, Members Own Credit Union is there for you. Members Own Credit Union with locations in Lincoln and Beatrice. Jay, so huge huge shout out to Sean Murphy, our, our, our statistician sitting to my right tonight. Yeah. We, didn't, we weren't aware that we were going to have a statistician tonight until, yeah. uh, until we walked in. But here's the deal. So courtesy of Sean, how about this? Lincoln East has ran 36 plays compared to Elkhorn South's 20. But we saw this last week, and this is a big reason why they were able to get the best of Lincoln Southeast last Friday is the ability to sustain drives consistently throughout four quarters. Play count, play, play count comes into effect uh, when you're running, running the plays at a high rate in a high rate of efficiency, mm-hmm. and that's what Lincoln East did last week, and that's what they did this, uh, right now in the first half. And so I mentioned it earlier, in the, in the, I think in the second quarter, is, is that I felt like East is depositing body blows, gut punches yeah. to pay, maybe pay off late in the game. Now, if I'm on the flip side, Elkhorn South, I'm, I'm aware of that. So guess what I'm doing? I'm going to give them a little bit of taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Maybe I, you know, I, I start to take a little bit more time coming out of the huddle, run some more run plays. They've shown the ability to run the ball. So let's get our best two, three, four, five plays that we ran all year that, we feel, that we've scouted that can work against Lincoln East to give our defense a rest because you, you got to think, Ashton Murphy is going both ways. Yeah. you got guys on both sides of the ball on the offensive and defensive line going both ways. Regardless of the temperature outside, 16 plays is a huge difference. And uh, it's paying off for Lincoln East. And it's, a, and it's a, a different look of a Lincoln East football team versus a couple of years ago with Noah Walters, who won the Gatorade Player of the Year. That was essentially they were trying to run 80, 90 plays that they could a game and were lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, left and right. So, look, it's a 10-10 game. Well coached, well played. You know, like when you're playing against Elkhorn South and Elkhorn South knows what they're playing uh, Lincoln East. No fair dodging. You know nobody's going to quit. It's a physical game. Um, nobody's blinked. And, uh, you know, this is this is everything we've asked for on a late start on a Friday night. Uh, two two teams that are really going at it. Well, you look at the the entire landscape of the Class A playoffs going on currently. Uh, we mentioned in the pregame show that Millard West advanced to the semifinals next week uh, with a 31 to seven win against Grand Island. They actually played on this field, uh, or excuse me, they played at Millard South High School mm. earlier. Um, but how about this? In the other two games that are going on, Omaha West side has a commanding 35 to zero lead over Bellevue West. In the third quarter, running clock. But, uh, yeah, running clock in the Class A quarterfinals. Yeah. Jay, hey, listen, Nick. Um, I don't know if I could look myself in the mirror if I my last game they had a running clock against me. I did nothing. I'm not taking anything away from Westside. I just know that I didn't have the, these guys. You know that they have three Division One guys. You got a rope and probably some younger guys that we don't even know about. That you're not a, you don't have the ability to score a point, a touchdown against Omaha Westside in your last game at, at a storied program now. Yeah. Right in uh, in the metro area, um, so the pride factor has to start to seep into there, seep into that that team. Um, not only you might not be able to come back and, and win the game, but you're representing all the 
Cluster Johnsons, the Eric Warfields, all the guys that played before that are probably at the game and, and, and you know, probably want a better outcome. So it, it's – I probably figured Westside would, would yeah. win. But to have a running clock at the third quarter is not something that anybody showed up to their stadium expecting. Well, and frankly, just from the, the casual fan perspective, you would hope and you would also expect – that there's good enough talent across the board here in the state of Nebraska to where you should be having games that are closer to 10 to 10 at the half instead of 28-0. Look, Lincoln East, you know, even though they were lower they were ranked lower than Lincoln Southeast, they beat they beat Lincoln Southeast this year and they and the reason why they were the number 11 seed is because Lincoln Southeast had better losses. Yeah. They weren't a better team. And uh look, you know, and I'm sure Elkhorn South knew that, right? And so you knew that you were playing a top-notch team, well-coached team found their rhythm so they're dangerous anytime you have a quarterback that's playing at the level of judah worthley all bets are off and he is playing way better than he did last week and he was phenomenal last week i think the turnovers probably was a little bit of a black eye on a dominant performance by him dash bauman is <laughs> all that's advertised and then some um yeah a little bit of Caden shaddock you have my man number seven presley hall uh that just came out of nowhere and has affected the defense on both sides of the ball you had a little bit of Landon Langofeather. You had everything that you wanted. You had my man uh, Noah Peterson, who on the defense and offensive line has affected the game. And then also on the flip side, Ashton Murphy has, is, is, done, is, is all that's advertised as well, um, along with the, you know, Riggs has played pretty decent at quarterback. And Brady Bousquet has done really, uh, not really a good job, a phenomenal job, yeah. along with Gavin Shanahan being kind of like a little thunder and lightning. So, 10-10. We're going to see who's going to win it. Uh, another score update from the other game that's going on. Millard South facing off against Omaha North. Millard South is up 24-0 to in, at, at the oh. break. And so there you have it. Um, we have we have a good one. It's Looks a like real a competitive matchup. Collision course. Here. Yeah, here we go. Real competitive one at El, in Elkhorn between Elkhorn South and the Lincoln East Spartans. The Spartans, once again, the 11 seed. The uh, Storm are the three seed, and we're all knotted up at 10 apiece here on the Member Zone Credit Union Halftime Show. Once again, whether it's financing a new vehicle or financial guidance, Member Zone Credit Union is there for you and the answer. Member Zone Credit Union with locations in Lincoln and Beatrice. Let's do something a little fun. If you're listening to us wherever you may be, whether it's on the FM signal, whether it's on the mobile app, the Ticket FM. Dot com. If it's on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or on the Allo Channel 951, make sure to send us a what's up. Where are you listening from and uh, who are you cheering for and, and why not? Let's get here a Nebraska football prediction going ahead or just ahead of tomorrow's game against the Michigan State Spartans. But here in Elkhorn, it's Lincoln East and Elkhorn South all knotted up at 10 apiece. But let us know. Let's do a little bit of a roll call action uh, 402-464-5685 is the phone number to text. We do have access to the text line up here in Elkhorn, so let's say what's up and uh, let us know where you're listening from here on this Friday evening. It's all knotted up at 10 points apiece between the Spartans and the Storm, and when we come back in a few minutes, we'll have the start of quarter number three coming your way right here on 93.7 The Ticket. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, <laughs> there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. 
Pizza Ranch, everyone's favorite buffet. Discover the difference that expertise and experience can make in your real estate journey with Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Whether you need an appraisal, sales, or farm management, Next Ag comes up with a solution with your legacy and goals in mind. Next Ag isn't just their name, it's your future. So why wait? Visit their website today at www.nextagrealestate.com or give them a call at 402-380-0432 and turn your dreams into reality. Your land, your legacy, their solution. Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. The best way to learn about Southeast Community College is to visit. SCC's Discovery Days will give you the opportunity to experience SCC firsthand this fall. Discovery Days provide information about SCC's programs of study, how to pay for college, SCC support services, housing, activities, and more. A campus tour and lunch are provided. See your options at southeast.edu slash visit SCC. SCC, your path to possible. Get rid of pesky critters once and for all with Bats to Rats. Their expert team is here to help you reclaim your home. No more sleepless nights caused by crawling critters or flapping wings. Bats to Rats ensures a safe environment for every family member. Check the website at BatsToRats.com for amazing offers. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive $10 off your initial inspection cost. Don't allow uninvited guests to take over your home. Trust Bats to Rats for a peaceful and rodent-free living space. When it comes to tackling your fall projects, having the right equipment can make a huge difference. At Sunbelt Rentals, they have an extensive line of tools and equipment to help complete any job. From lawn and landscape equipment to hand tools, pressure washers, portable generators for you tailgaters, and much more. Sunbelt Rentals makes it easy to get what you need when you need it. Drop in to see the experts at 5450 Alvo Road in Lincoln, or visit sunbeltrentals.com today to learn how Sunbelt Rentals can make it happen for you. Elway Power Sports of Lincoln is kicking off October with Can-Am side-by-side specials all month long. Are you ready to rule the terrain on a 2023 Can-Am Defender, Commander, or Maverick? You call a play and score big with rebates up to $1,500 or financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months. From an open road to the trails, there's a Can-Am side-by-side that's right for you, and Elway Power Sports of Lincoln has them all under one roof at their new 27th and I-80 location. Hurry in. The clock is running down. Offer ends October 31st, 2023. Certain conditions apply. See dealer for details. At Union Bank, people don't have your money. Your money has people. First home people, investment people, people people, people who answer the phone and your chats, dream car people, dream retirement people, driving your dream car in your dream retirement people, small business people, credit card people, and all the other people you need. At Union Bank, our people help you do more than you dreamed possible. So stop in and say hello. We can't wait to see you. Union Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sainter, Jay Foreman back with you from Elkhorn as Lincoln East and Elkhorn South all tied up at 10 apiece here as we begin the third quarter of play. Elkhorn South will get the football to start the third quarter, but, I mean, Jay, you think about the conversations we were having towards the tail end of quarter number two at what initially was a two-for-one, basically, for Elkhorn South – in in part due to an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that forced them to kick it back to uh, 15 yards farther yeah. than normal into the wind 
allowed Lincoln East to get on the plus side of the 50 and eventually tie this game up. Little things like that are so important, especially in the postseason. Yeah, look, two like-minded teams. When you look in the mirror, you're seeing the same thing in the reflection. Every every penalty, every missed tackle is is imperative. And, you know, Elkhorn South, look, I understand the excitement. You gave up 15 yards. Allowed them to get in a position with a, a really, really good quarterback and offense to get three points to tie. You'd like to be, you know, coming out of halftime with a three-point lead and getting the ball now. It's even Steven. It's like the game just started over. So yeah. it's a learning lesson. And, look, the first team that blinks, it doesn't necessarily have to be a big play. It could be a big penalty, situational football, or uh, clock management. So it's going to be a touchback here on the opening kick of the second half. And once again, it's going to be Madden Riggs. And, and most importantly, uh, in that first half, you had Brady Bousquet on eight carries go for 79 yards for this Elkhorn South offense. He's really been dynamic today. Yeah, look, he runs with a really good pace. He gets in and out of his cuts. He's a little bit uh, smaller in stature, but he runs physical. And uh, that big offense line by Elkhorn South, obviously led by uh, Ashton Murphy, has done a really good job. But he has really excelled both in the run game, but then the screenplay that he got was really good too. So Riggs back to pass on first down, looking right, tries to hit a crosser across the middle, and he's able to in the form of Luke Hoskinson as he'll be tackled down immediately after a nice gain of about 18 yards or so up to the 38. That's a play that Elkhorn South tried to hit two or three times in the first half. It was either really, you know pulled up and really uh, defended good by the outside defender of Lincoln East, or they, Dash Bauman made a play on the ball. Really good pass by Riggs, even a better catch by Hoskinson. Lincoln East didn't come out with the right energy there to get some pressure on Riggs. Uh, it was too easy. So it's going to be a toss play onto the left side. This is Bousquet with it on his ninth carry, able to slip out of a tackle. But nice job yeah. by the initial tackler, I will say, Jay, just throwing him off rhythm right. long enough so that the, 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 the backups could come in, the, the other tacklers for Lincoln yeah. East defense could come in and finish the job. Yeah, the Lincoln East defense did a really good job of rallying to the ball and keeping it at a five-yard game. That's the second time that they've been running a toss sweep to the defense's right, to the defensive right, offensive left, where the defense did not do a good job of setting the edge. We're trying to go deep right so here. So Riggs will try to take a shot as it's going to be hauled in by Aiden Stratus at the 25-yard line of Lincoln East. It was good coverage by Michael Ford, but Stratus just kind of reached over the top of the shorter Ford and hauled it in. Really good job. It was a really heads-up play by Riggs. You saw that it's a cause and effect. What happened? What was the cause? The Lincoln East defense, the last two plays, have not lined up correctly, Mm -hmm. and then therefore Mikel Ford was a little bit late getting out there to coverage. Really good job by Riggs. Uh, of throwing the ball deep to him. So now they'll run it on the right side with Bousquet as he gets three or four yards up to the 22. And so that'll bring up second down and seven. That was a really nice throw by Madden Riggs, who hasn't thrown it a whole lot today, but a really nice throw by Madden Riggs into the wind. Yeah, really good job. Good, obviously, trajectory and obviously uh, velocity, uh, but really good job by Scratch of making that 50-50 ball against a pretty good corner there in Ford. But again... Late call, scramble on defense, really good heads up. It was a head more just as good of a heads up play by Riggs and a pass. They'll fake the toss to Hoskinson in the in the jet seat sweep kind of motion, but then Bousquet will keep it just a short gain of two yards up to the twenty yard line. And now Lincoln East forces a third and five. They can yeah. force a field goal attempt look, here. Lincoln East again. They're they're <laughs> these two teams aren't going to quit. Yeah. Now look, you, you you come to this game knowing that they have good players, right? You know, in college you say, hey, they're on scholarship. Well, 
now that, you know, these guys are good. So you know that you're good as well. You know if you stop them right here, it's a win. Um, so now this is a huge, huge down already in the second half. They'll toss it really left side and a great tackle by Caden yep. Chedock as he forces yep. Bousquet down on the toss play to the left side for a loss of four right. to 24. Now, now it's decision time because you have a really good kicker in parts, but then also a sneaky thing. Riggs immediately yeah. pointed to the, to the sideline and said it was his fault. I think it was a little bit of read. You read the end, yeah. and then if the end crashes down, you, you pitch it, which they've had success, right, just a few yeah. plays ago. Now they're going for it. This is a huge play. We talked about situational football, play calling, or timeout. This is the big play so right here. fourth and nine from the 24. They're going to take a shot right side. Nope. It's hauled oh. in as Hoskinson's going yeah, to get just great. past the first down marker. And the coaches to our left for Elkhorn South yeah, yeah, get a nice yeah, little good, fist pump. Really good play call, fake toss, and they run a little bit of a delayed uh, yeah. out route there by Hoskinson. Great pass by Riggs. Hesitation by Ford. He had him dead to rights. That yep. could have got him right at about eight, nine yards. One step too slow, a little bit of hesitation. Great play there by Hoskinson. Great pass by Riggs. Even better play call. Well, and they ran a route to the end zone that kind of opened yeah. up the space for that deep out route as Bousquet up the middle. Nice gain on first down from the 14-yard line as he gets inside the 10 near the 7. Well, now you're starting to see the rhythm that we have seen late in the yeah. season by Elkhorn South, right? Short, controlled passing game, deep pass to start it off, start to you know impose your will physically. Bousquet, now looking at how quick they're coming out of the huddle. The offensive line is starting to like this flow of the game right in the second half. So here we are as Bousquet takes the handoff, gets spun around, and he's going to be about a, about a yard and a half shy of that first down marker, which will bring up third down and inches. Yeah, about third and one or two. And you see other big bodies, 45, 88, 41. Uh, Henry Prohaska coming off. The, listen, Elkhorn South has said, listen, this ain't no yep. fair dodging. We're coming straight ahead. There's going to be the full house backfield. It's either going to be Bousquet getting it or some type of run game by Riggs. Third and in about two yards. Uh, will against Will. It's going to be interesting to see who wins this down. So the Riggs will turn, hand it off. Bousquet left side. Oh, gets stood up Bauman. by Dash Bauman. Yeah. Said, I'm in the building. Listen, I'm going to Wyoming for a reason. I'm not just a fast guy. Bousquet, not too fast, my friend. Fourth down. And if I'm on defense, I'm looking over. Is it come one more time? Yep. You could win or lose the game right here. Do you take the there's, – listen, there's, a, there's an old adage, never give away points in the playoffs. But this also lets you know that Elkhorn South really believes in their offensive line. They're going to go with a similar full house formation turn. Bousquet no. lowers his helmet, and he gets Got inside yeah, really the five. Good job. Right, but right behind Ashton Murphy. You could tell right when they came out of the huddle where they were going, he did a good job at the point of attack. Really good job of Bousquet running behind his pads. Listen, I guess there was no anxiety, but for me, I really would have considered taking the taking the uh, points. But when you go for it on one yeah. time, on one one, you know, a fourth down previously, you actually have to go for it again. So actually, I was wrong. So it's going to be first down and goal from the two. Riggs will turn. Bousquet on the right side, and he is in. Touchdown, Elkhorn South. As Elkhorn South, the offense on the first drive goes. The length of the field to score six, yeah, and they lead 16-10. Really good drive. Took about five, five, five minutes off the clock. Really efficient. The rhythm of that offense looked mm -hmm. totally different than their other scoring drive. 
Uh, now, East helped them out some, yeah. right, by not coming out of halftime with the right energy, right? What I mean by that is in the, in the pass of the big third down pass to Hoskinson early in the drive, the defensive end didn't pull up the quarterback. You mm-hmm. didn't get any pass rush. You, you then made Dash Bauman cover him halfway across the field. Then you had a chance also two plays later, late call in, scrambling, yeah. right? It's not just the players playing with good energy. The coach has got to be on it. Mikel Ford got caught in a, uh, you know, chain coverage, and uh, and uh, and uh, Elkhorn South. I see Matt Hoskins a big old head up here, <laughs> and and uh, Elkhorn South is taking the lead. Now listen, this that was the best drive from a physicality and yeah. rhythm standpoint that they've had all game. That doesn't mean it's going to work the rest of the game because East has shown the ability to adjust. East adjustment isn't schematics. It's energy. Elkhorn South came out of the same locker room that they started the game in, like with the mindset of a totally different team, and they paid off by seven points. Now it's going to be interesting how Lincoln East answers. The flow of these games and understanding, even though that there's only six minutes left in the third quarter, it's a ton of time. It's an eternity. So don't get overzealous and then get behind not only the change but then also the scoreboard because you want to gain back seven points. Making adjustments on defense, get back to what you did well on offense. Because if I'm Lincoln East, I have no, I got confidence yeah. in my offense. Defense, we got to get it together. So it's now 17 to 10 after the Brody Parks PAT. So with six minutes and 51 seconds remaining in the third quarter, Elkhorn South regains the okay. lead with 17 to 10 advantage. As Lingenfelter will return this one as he slips out of one tackle, but he's not getting out of those ones. Great coverage by number 28. Uh, Griffin Baltzell right there. He didn't get credit for the tackle, but he forced the play. He was the first guy down there, ran through two would-be blockers, made Landon Langlefeld stop his feet and try to go north and south. Other guys corralled it up there. Really good job by Elkhorn South. But really, to be honest with you, excellent kick by Parks. Yeah. is a deep right kick where he had to go get it right before the goal line, and it had a, the trajectory that the, the coverage team could get underneath it and get down there and uh, cause them to be – uh, only a two-yard game. So first down and 10 from the 13-yard line. Bauman to the right. He gets the handoff on first down to no one's surprise as he's dragging defenders up ahead for a gain of about four or five up to the 17 or 18-yard line. Yeah, really good play right there. And, and look, I'm telling you this right now, and I know that Lincoln or Elkhorn uh, South scored that first drive. Dash Bauman is one missed tackle yeah. from going to the house. And it's one guy just barely hanging on and dragging him. Elkhorn South defense isn't winded, but the physicality of Lincoln East offense, I think, has caught them by surprise mm-hmm. because they're normally a throw to all around the yard type of offense. So it's going to bring up second down and six. They'll turn, hand it off. Bauman on the left side gets a couple yards. It's a first down and a couple extra just for good measure across the 25 and out at the 26. Really good job out there. Uh, first of all, a really good play call right there. A little bit of a counter trade to the boundary side. You have Mikel Ford in there and, and, and uh, Noah Burhoop. Uh, the two wide receiver skill position guys did a really good job of sticking on their blocks. No, or Dash Bauman got the edge first down. If you ever want to get the momentum mm-hmm. off this Elkhorn South side sideline and, and crowd, two big runs by your All-State uh, running back uh, would definitely do that. So the Spartans are late to add Landon Lingenfelter out onto the field, but it looks like they have plenty of time. Quick pass out near side. It's hauled in with one hand by LASIK. But guess who? Number 80, Dylan Kingston, says, hello, I'm here, and you're taken down for a loss of five. Right right here. Listen, Lincoln East is 
close to their sideline. Oh, loss of one. Right? How about that? In the, in the pass right there, I think, slipped out of G the Worthy's hand a little bit, so it was a little bit high, but really good read by Kingston right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lincoln East has been self-inflicted wounds, right? Didn't come out with energy in the second half. Miscommunication on defense. And then you have a guy running late onto the field. Yep. You talk about plays that went that, – that affects the game as well because now you're behind the chains even though you have a really good player in Jeter Worthy. So second down 11 as Worthy rolls out to the left, looking, has a pass, caught oh, by great Lasig. Catch. Great catch. He had Noah Burhoop yeah. farther down the field near the 50-yard line, but he ch- chose to go with the more conservative approach right. and go with Owen Lasik, right. who gets a nice game. I'm okay with that decision because he caught it. It was a little yeah. bit of a high fastball. Good job by Lasik. You could tell they've obviously played pitch and catch a lot. And a really good job of put East at third and three, third and manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to go for the gusto, and then now you're looking at third and ten. Really good job of being strategically aggressive, throwing it to your favorite receiver. Great job of, of uh, execution by Lincoln East. So third down and three, a huge third down here for the Spartans offense. It's empty shotgun set. We've seen them run Jeter Worthy a lot out of this formation as Worthy will run to the right, looking. Oh, he'll throw across his body, right, sitting in the and middle of the open. field. It's Owen Lasig, yeah. and it's going to be a first down on a gain of five up to the 38-yard line. Really good. Look, this is if you want to run Dash Bauman or have controlled uh, passing game, to Leasig, to you get Noah Burhope, you get a little bit of Ford, you get Landon Langlefeather in there. That's what you do, right? And you keep just churning out yards, first downs. You start to get uh, Elkhorn South back on the heels. You see them, they have to be getting winded. Yeah. Nobody, listen, getting tired has no, has no friends, right? And so – uh, Lincoln East is definitely trying to get control of this game here. They'll turn, hand it off. Bauman on the right side has another nice game, oh, but Dylan dang. Kingston dang. says you're only getting three as he lays the wood for what is probably the sixth time tonight. Uh, Mr. Kingston said, listen, I don't know if he didn't get any sleep last night or somebody messed with his Cheerios. He is arriving with bad intentions. Good job right there where it looked like uh, Lincoln East created a soft corner against his Elkhorn South defense, but how do you do that? How do you circumvent that? have good physical corners that are going to come up and make good tackles. So what that te- what's that tell me about Elkhorn South's defense? Well coached, physical, everybody has good fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yards are a premium on both sides of the ball. Really good play there by Kingston. So it's going to bring up second down and seven, 3.43 to go with the Spartans down by seven. Dash Bauman bursting through would-be tacklers before getting brought down after a gain of three which makes it third and manageable at third and four at the Lincoln East 44. Yeah, really, really good job there by Lincoln East. Going back to the other, other third of the field uh, with the Dash Bauman, knowing that they're going to be w- really, really physical. He's running behind his pads. You know Elkhorn South is going to make some good plays, so you got a good gain there of another three yards, right? It, from up here, it looks like a four, five, six-yard yeah. gain, but that Elkhorn South defense continues to play hard, and they're getting guys there, the second and third hitter, is not allowing any yards after contact. So it's going to be third down and fourth. Quick pass out to the far side. Somehow brought in on the far side as the route was almost jumped by number 29, Brody Girardi. But how about that catch on the far side? I believe that was Presley Hall, number seven. You want to know a, a quick fact about Presley Hall? His dad is an Elvis Presley impersonator. Oh, no way. Yeah, Factual. There it is. Yeah. 
and he's not an, he, he's not impersonating anything tonight. No. He's a true football player, really good catch right there. Uh, even a really good job there by uh, Riley Hodges trying to jump the route there out there at the right corner position. So it's first and ten as a, a pump and go pass is going to be through traffic and incomplete intended for Owen Lasig. Yeah. They tried a little bit of a pump and go as Noah Burhoop ran a wheel and uh, Lasig stopped yeah. at the right hash mark worthy elected to go to Lasig. Burhoop was the, running open on the near sideline. The side pump line. and go with a real wheel route has been open numerous times. I think Jeter Worthley wasn't patient enough yeah. and tried to go to his favorite target. Lasig was surrounded by three or four defenders. If he would have let Noah Burhoop get a little bit more speed downfield, I think they could have hit a big pass. So that brings up second down and 10 from the 49-yard line of Lincoln East. 17-10, Elkhorn South with a touchdown advantage. Worthy rolling to his right. He'll throw it back the other way. Oh, Chedock with a lot of running week. room. Chedock on the left side, and he's oh, going to lower the right shoulder and barrel his way yeah. across the 40-yard line of Elkhorn South for a first down. Really good play call because you know what we've seen the last three or four plays uh, from Elkhorn South. You've seen a variety of run blitzes and pass blitzes and they've been going to the wide side of the field. So yeah. what do you do? Create numbers a different way since they're focusing on Dash Bauman in the run game. Again, the other third of the field, yep. get it to one of your playmakers and Caden Chaddock, big first down, the same play that broke the game open against Lincoln Southeast last week. So that's going to move the chains. First and 10 from the Elkhorn South, 39. A quick pass caught oh. by Lingenfelter, <laughs> and he is dropped at the 31 by big. number, by number, number 48. No, that, was big, that was big number two. Number Ty, two, Ty Nielsen. Ty Nielsen, listen, he said the McRib sandwich is back. He's tearing up Landon Langfeller's ribs, but Landon Langfeller is, is like a was a psycho watch. Yeah. Keep it, keep it, keep yeah. a licking, keep on ticking. Really good catch right there. You didn't even know that's even. Don't disagree with me. That's I didn't way disagree, before your, did I? That's way before your time. Don't agree. Second, don't patronize me, Nick. Second down and two. A minute 50 remaining third quarter. And how about this? We're going to have a penalty marker on the play. Yeah. That's the first procedure penalty that's been called on either side tonight, Jay. It's been well, a real clean game. Real clean game. Two well-coached teams. If I'm Lincoln East, if we can get some points, maybe score a touchdown here. I'm have, I might even have a, like a little powwow over there and say, listen, <laughs> look, man, it's self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. We came out with we need our energy up, late defensive calls, procedure penalties. Let's go win this game. One minute, 48 seconds and counting. Second down and seven, 17-10. Oh, there As he the is. Spartans trying to throw is. deep, they're going to throw it to the end zone, and it's oh, through right the on. hands of Noah Burhoop. He had six on the play as he beat two Elkhorn South defenders, and a nice ball by Jeter Worthy on yeah. towards the back pylon goes through the midst of Noah Burhoop, and it's going to be third down and seven. The patience that I talked about a couple plays before, Jeter Worthley had to have patience because he had to break a would-be off a would-be tackle, which was actually Ashton Murphy showed the strength to get through, get off of that tackle. Threw it to Burhoop, who has a I think a little bit of a cast on his hand, and it just went right off his fingertips. Really good pass, good route, uh, and uh, did, wasn't able to come up with a touchdown catch. They'll bring out trips to the side one wide out top Bauman to the right of Worthy back to passes Jeter Worthy he'll step up watch out as Worthy splits through defenders spin around he's still man. on his feet inside the 20 Jeter Worthy before Ty Nielsen takes him down at the 16 yard line and that's a yeah. tough run by Jeter Worthy and a Spartans first down listen Nick I, I always said that at, at, at Seacrest Field if I played in Lincoln they would have a uh, statue I think Jeter Worthy probably has it right here he's gonna on his way listen Six foot, 185 pounds, Michigan commit, 
Division One baseball. You think that he does? He's not strong. Listen, that man is strong as a as strong mm-hmm. as an ox. Here's a sneaky thing out there, kind of like Nebraska when we beat Miami. You got Ashton Murphy. You got hands on the hips out there for the Elkhorn South defense. They're getting up close to fifty plays now. Yeah, look. They're bleeding the clock right here. If I'm Lincoln East, I'm thinking, listen, I see a little bit of blood in the water. Quick count right here to try to catch them off, off guard. Two seconds on the play clock, one, and they get the snap off with maybe a half a second left on the play clock. Worthy rolling to the left. He's going to run, just trying to get back to the Great line. Tackle. Great tackle and pursuit by Elkhorn South Riley on Hodges. the far side. Really good job by Riley Hodges defeating the block by uh, Mikel Ford coming up and making a huge tackle for a two, three-yard loss against Jeter Worthy because if he didn't make that tackle, Jeter Worthy gets at least the first down, maybe even a touchdown. Really good play there by Mr. Hodges, who's been active, right? Almost had an interception, but has done a really – first of all, Elkhorn South's defense as a whole has been playing really, really good, especially on the corners. They come up and they will hit you, and they, they will tackle you uh, just as well as any linebacker. So that's going to bring up second down and 12 from the 19-yard line, running back to each hip of Jeter Worthy, they'll turn play action. Quick pass out near side, caught by Bauman with the fingertips. Inside the 15, Bauman still being spun around, and before he's finally not even brought down, just forced out of bounds by uh, Dylan Kingston and Ty Nielsen. A nice gain of maybe five yards up to the 15 or 14-yard line, and so that's going to bring up third down and medium. But that will end the third quarter of play with your score, Elkhorn South 17, the Lincoln East Spartans 10. Do not go anywhere, folks. We got an exciting fourth quarter just on deck right here on 93.7 The Ticket. Babe, pack your bags. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas? We just got the estimate from the wedding caterer, and we're going to have to elope. Actually, Members Own Credit Union is offering no-fee home equity lines of credit. We can borrow what we need with equity from the house. Wait, so we can keep the bacon-wrapped dates for the cocktail hour? We can keep the bacon-wrapped dates. From wedding bells to trekking the globe and everything in between, capture your dreams your way with a no-fee Members Own Credit Union home equity line of credit. Learn more at MembersOwnHELOC.org. Limitations may apply. Equal housing lender. At Doan University, you can play a sport you love and also receive a world-class education. You'll learn leadership skills on and off the court that will set you up for success long after graduation. Doan isn't a place where you get lost, it's a place to get found, and it's a place where your future is uniquely yours. Learn more about the endless possibilities at Doan University today at doan.edu. Now back to high school football. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Man, what an entertaining game it's been between number 11 Lincoln East and number 3 Elkhorn South. Nick Sainter, Jay Foreman, start of the fourth quarter, and it's a third and eight from the 15-yard line for Lincoln East. Worthy in the shotgun, Bauman to his left. They'll fake the handoff. Worthy looking to the left, Plenty looking, still surveying. He's going to take off and run and now be forced out of bounds, shy of the first down marker. So now it's decision time for John Gingery. Do you take the what field goal or are you going to go for it on fourth and four? You, he's going for the they, field goal. They, they, they want to throw the flag, Jay. They want to throw the flag for whatever it was. Oh, potentially, uh, Jeter Worthy got out, got away from Ashton uh, Murphy, but it wasn't it wasn't holding. But uh, at the, it, it's a, I think I like this right here because I think the difference between when Elkhorn South went for it, right? They already had went for for it on the previous fourth down. You got to go again. The field goal attempt is up, 
and it is good. Colin Day, that, yeah, I mean, that, that, that like kid, can of corn. he can hit. Now, I will say, there's a little bit of a 93-7, the ticket connection with Colin Day. His cousin is Matthew Nay, the official chef of oh. the drive. Oh, okay. And uh, Matthew's going to be bringing in some treats for, for the folks in the morning shows. Jay, you're more than welcome to stop on by I would by like next it because week. you know what usually happens. You guys either eat it all or don't yeah. invite me. So hey, that's, It's not intentional, but I'm inviting it, you no, now. No, it is intentional. I'm inviting it is, you it, now, And Jay. it's purposeful. I'm glad that you let me know before because I would have hated to show up to a, to a barbecue <laughs> where I'm not invited. But you know what? Needless to say, great kick into the wind. Uh, 17 30. This is a ball game right yeah. here. This is a, look, this is an awesome game. Uh, and there's plenty of time. These next 11, 11 minutes and 50 seconds is seconds are going to be exciting. And, uh, look, I, I'm looking down at this Elkhorn South defense, right? Defensive line, particularly, they are tired. If I'm Lincoln East, if we can get all, if we, if we can win first down, that's where Lincoln East has to win this game mm-hmm. defensively. If they win first down for the rest of the quarter, the rest of this quarter, they win the game. Yeah. They struggled the middle of the second quarter and all the third quarter, even though they won a lot of possessions, on first down, which allowed Elkhorn South to do whatever they want. I'm thinking if I can get the ball back, get this Elkhorn South defense back out there, we can wear them out and potentially hit a big, big, deep pass. So here's the kickoff from Colin Nay as it's going to be fielded at the one-yard line. Here's here's Bousquet off the right side as he's able to slip one tackle, but then a nice tackle there by the Lincoln East coverage guys. And and number 50, hold on, number 52 for Lincoln East, Xander Zuniga. Go ahead, Jay. You want to say the cause and effect, right? Yep. You most likely would have told him, Bousquet, to let that go, right? Yeah. Sometimes you get overzealous. Why, why is that a big deal? Because sometimes when you take it so deep, close to the goal line, it messes up the timing of your blocking. So it allows Lincoln East to get into you, get off blocks, chase yeah. the ball. Then he reversed field, got a holding penalty. So now, so instead of having the ball at the, what, the 25-yard line? Yep. Now you're 20. starting to, or at the 20, excuse me. Yet now you're having the ball at the 10-yard line. Yep. So you're losing yards that way by just one small decision that normally wouldn't affect you in the regular season. Yeah. Tight game like this, backed up, it's huge. So it's first and 10 oh, fumble. fumble on the snap, but I think Madden Riggs is going to fall on it. It was initially what? supposed to be a handoff to Bousquet on the left side, right. but it seemed like as Riggs turned to his left, he just lost it. Yeah. It just slipped out of L- his palms. A little bit of a, a low snap, but again, there's old saying, if it hits your hands, you got to catch it. Yep. I talked. I just talked about Lincoln East has to win on first down. They gave you a free win. So what are you thinking right here? You're thinking Bousquet, right, or potential deep pass because they're backed up. So they're going to hand it off here to Bousquet up the left side. And he's, or excuse me, that's Shanahan. Good yeah. call, Jay, as it's going to be a gain of eight up to the 13-yard okay. line. Nice job there on second down and long, getting eight yards. Right, so if I'm Lincoln East, what am I thinking? I just need to stop you from – I need to hold you to six yards. And uh, if I'm Elkhorn South, you know what? We just ran the ball there for nine yards. I feel very confident yeah. we can move the ball against this Lincoln East defense because the first drive of this second half, we dominated the line of scrimmage. So here is Riggs on third down and oh. medium, taking a shot downfield, and it's out of reach. Yeah, yeah, Intended for people. number 23, yeah. Landon Tate. Michael Ford was in coverage. down coverage. And it looked like there was some pushing and shoving from both sides. I like the no call there, Jay. Yeah, it wasn't even close to uh, – I'm sorry, Nick. I'm just going to have to nullify your – 
You're, it wasn't close to pass interference. No, right no, I I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it was really good coverage. It, it you know I think the flop at the end and you're close yep. to the Elkhorn South bench. You kind of looked like it. I thought it was going to be a, a take a shot on the previous play. Yeah. It's coming right there because at the end of the day you think you're going to punt anyways. Yeah, it's a cause and effect. Something as simple as catching a snap. We've seen it all. However many Saturdays can affect it, and then now you hit a high punt, which. And that's a really good decision, in yeah. all honesty, to let it bounce. And you got a little bit of a Lincoln East. I want to ask you this, Nick, because you know the rules so well. No, no, I'm being serious. Okay, okay. No, 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 no joke, because it looked like he wanted to catch it. Yeah. But number 29 from Elkhorn South kind of like got in the halo. He did a really good job of not panicking. Why wouldn't the ref call that play, call that, you know, infraction in the halo because it affected whether he – could catch the ball or potentially not. didn't i think in, in high school there's a there's it's very specific on it has to be within in, the the okay. body circle right okay. he's so got it to interfere to right. yeah, okay. it's got to be interfering the the ability to to catch right. the punt and and since he backed off okay he was because the only reason up. i'm saying this is because say that ball took yep. a Elkhorn South bounce, you're losing 10, 15 yards yep. potentially on a turf field. So Lincoln East will take over on the plus side of the 50. They'll turn, hand it off. Bauman Whoa, on the left side. Great 70. block by Noah Peterson <laughs> as now Dash Bauman gets across the 45 to the 41-yard line, and that's a gain of seven. I'm going to de- date myself again. Noah Peterson came around that corner like he was Larry Allen. Do you know who Larry Allen is? I- I've heard he's, the name. He's Trent Williams. Oh, I know before, Trent Williams. Yeah, before, before Trent, Trent Williams. Williams. He, it was a really good job right there, all jokes aside, of Noah Peterson pulling but then staying tight and Dash Bauman staying right tight to him once the block declared. Great run by Dash Bauman. And, again, this Elkhorn South deep. What I talk? What I say? Get off the field. Yep. Get them back. Get the defense back on the field. Uh, Lincoln East is playing pretty confident and should feel very confident where they're at right now. So now it's second down and four with the Spartans down by four. 17-13, Elkhorn South of the lead. Bauman trying to be patient. He's able to shed one tackle, fumbles, and it's recovered by the Storm. Number 13, Trey Madsen, the sophomore, is able to hop on the pigskin, lying on the turf at the 37-yard line, and Elkhorn South forces a turnover as they punch it out of Dash Bauman. And it's going to be first and 10, Elkhorn South. Yeah, they dodged a bullet right there. And Dash Bauman was with the second effort that he's been excellent with all season long, all game long. Kind of got actively trying to cause a fumble. I think they were grasping at him out of desperation, knocked the ball out. Really good recover, uh, recovery by uh, Elkhorn South. There. So now Bousquet on first down. He's going to go nowhere. Loss yeah. of one. Great tackle. In the backfield there by number 53, 53 for Lincoln East, and that's number 53, Emmett Carr, yeah. once again, as Jay Foreman calls him, the fire hydrant. The fire hydrant in uh, the ice box did a really good job of <laughs> penetrating and then answering the call for a one- or two-yard loss. And look, this is, these are two teams right here that will not back down. And, you know, sudden change or adversity, they've both looked it right dead in the eye and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and have answered the call. So, look, East was rolling. They, turned, they had a turnover. Lincoln East likes to think that our defense, if we win on first down, we can get the ball back and uh, possibly score. So it's going to bring up second down and 11 as Elkhorn South play action. Rolling to the left is Riggs. Passes out far side, and it's going to be hauled in just past the 40-yard line at the 41 by number 13, 13. and that's Braden DiPerno as it's at the 41-yard line. Nice gain on second down of five yards. Brings up third down and six. Yeah, good, good play call there, good execution. Really good catch by Braden. Because uh, it was a little bit uh, out low and outside to make it, so you get back to possibly on schedule. One thing I've seen here a couple times by Lincoln East, their outside guys are losing contain. 
Don't Riggs isn't worthy as far as you know being a run threat, but you're giving him too many options uh, in space to throw the ball. So here. now Riggs will throw downfield. It's caught inside the thirty and tackled from behind is number eight Ethan Duda. It's the first time we've called his name as he was able to break and get past the coverage. In coverage for the Spartans was number twenty Kelby Zimmerman, one of the the third leading tackler on the Spartans defense. Gets beat by the senior wideout. And Elkhorn South is one yard outside that red zone at the 21. The cause and effect, right? Yeah, the unfortunate fumble by Bauman allows them to be more aggressive because you're playing with house money. But I talked about it just the two plays before. Lincoln East losing contain is allowing Riggs to throw on the run. So now here's Bousquet working his way through inside the 10, spun around and dropped inside the five at the three. But now we're seeing a little bit of a burst of energy yeah. from Elkhorn it's South. It's the same energy that they came out of halftime with and the same lack of energy from Lincoln East. Lincoln East defense hasn't been out there much, but they look a little bit more tired. Mm -hmm. We see something right there that you hadn't seen all game. Maybe it's from the, the amount of activity offensively Dash Bauman missed a tackle right in the hole, allowed Bousquet to have another 20-yard gain. You know, with him, he hasn't got a – he's not a volume carrier, you know, as far as carries, yeah. but he's very, very effective. So seven and a half to go, and Bousquet is going to waltz in to the end zone. Touchdown, Elkhorn South from three yards out. Bousquet adds another one, and Elkhorn South has their largest lead of the night at 23-13. to 13. About four minutes ago, we felt like Lincoln East was about to have control of the game. You, you have the, the, the gift that Elkhorn South gave you as far as the, the fumble snap. You get the ball back. You're driving down the field. Unfortunate fumble. What do you, how do you evaluate a team? How do you take advantage of your opponent's mistakes? Not only did they get points, they got a touchdown. Elkhorn South now has a 10-point lead, potentially 11-point lead, mm -hmm. and firmly has control of this game, even though to the naked eye it looks like East has been the controller of the game, you know, offensively and defensively. With all that, only thing that matters is the, it, what's on the scoreboard. The point after is up, and it is good. So with 7 minutes and 25 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter, your score, Elkhorn South 24, the Lincoln East Spartans 13. We'll go ahead and take a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket. Stretch, adjust, heal. At Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, we believe in the power of precise alignment. Our skilled chiropractors listen, understand, and treat your body's unique needs, offering a personalized pathway to peak performance. Don't let back pain knock you out of the game. Step into our clinic and walk out with a renewed strength. Spine and Sports Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, pushing the boundaries of health and wellness. Treatment begins with you. Step back into life today. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman back with you from Elkhorn. As this one's been an incredible quarterfinal matchup. And frankly, when compared to the other three games going yeah. on in the quarterfinals, we certainly uh, chose the right one That's to it. attend, Jay. Well, we've been very lucky that Lincoln East has been playing well enough, and so it was an easy choice for us. But... Uh, this is a great game here. It's far from over. We'll see if Lincoln East is able to uh, answer the bell here. So here's DJ Singleton as he's tracked down from behind. What a tackle by number 83. I believe that's a number 83 or potentially number 88. It looks like Devin Meyer. Yeah. And so well, Devin Meyer, number 88. Well, whatever Coach Rosenberg said at halftime, you need to bottle that up and start mm -hmm. selling it on the Internet. And then obviously about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning at infomercials because – Lincoln East dominated them in the first half in special teams. Coverage, blocking. What has Elkhorn South done? 
dominated them in every facet of the game yeah. coming out of halftime. So the adjustments and then also the uptick in energy and intensity has paid off tenfold for Elkhorn South. So the momentum clearly on Elkhorn South sideline as a quick pass up in the seam is caught. Nice grab there by Noah Burhoop as he gets across the 15-yard line to the 18-yard line, a gain of nine on first down, and that makes it second down and one. That's a big special teams play also, Jay. As a correction, it's going to be at the 8 yeah, so 18-yard line gain of nine. Big special teams play because now you're forcing Lincoln East, instead of having to only go 70 yards, I mean, you're forcing them to go 91. Yeah, yeah really. I mean, it would be a game that could be a game-sealing play, but then also mm -hmm. – uh, Lincoln East is doing a good job here of getting back to what they do best. Now they got to start up in the pace a little bit because yeah. you're down by two scores, so you can't be in the in the mud and you know the muckle huddle or mucky huddle uh, because you have to start going more in a two minute type of offense. So you, I know they're running plays in and out. You got to start getting two plays. You got to get mm -hmm. some on site plays because Elkhorn South feels like they can lean on that on that running game if you perhaps get one score. So with six and a half minutes to go here in the fourth quarter, the Spartans with the football down by 11. Quick pass caught. Yeah. Noah Burhoop, same exact play yeah, as it feels a, like they they called to start this drive, and it's to, the same you, result. You need to be up at the line of scrimmage. They're still going back and yep. huddling kind of. You need to be up to the line of scrimmage. This is something that you should be practicing. Yeah. Kind of a semi, you know, we're down by two scores, two-minute drive. Four or five plays, you got a hand signal, you got to get it going. Uh, number one, because the defense is tired from Elkhorn South, but number two, you, you every second counts. Hand off to Bauman, and he's going to barrel his way forward right. for be up a nice again. gain of five yards. But, Jay, one thing I will say, this is exactly what Raf and I saw in their game, in Lincoln East game against Gretna, right. where the game is still within reach. You yeah. still have an opportunity here, but just not a lot of urgency. Yeah, the ur well, the urgency coming on the second half hasn't been there. That's the difference in the game. You saw it. An urgency just isn't about energy, right? Illegal mm -hmm. procedure penalties, miscommunication on defense and offense, who's in the game and execution. Uh, you better get it going. They should be up on the line of scrimmage. Yep. I know you're tired. If if you don't want to run these plays, look, at Elkhorn South is getting up. Yeah. You have to start up in the pace because what you're thinking here, Nick, is I need points by this point in yep. the game with the, as far as the time clock to give me a chance to win. So it's going to bring up second down and five after the first down run by Dash Bauman. Trips out far side, one wide out near side. Bauman to the right of Worthley. They'll play action, quick pass, and it's just a laser behind Landon Lingenfelter as it goes incomplete. Really, to be honest with you right there, it's a four-down territory. Look, listen, you're playing in a playoff game. Yep. Don't worry about the scoreboard, right? You don't want to lose pretty. You want to win ugly or win pretty. Mm -hmm. So don't play conservative. Empty the tank when you have a chance to win this game. So five minutes and 14 seconds remaining in this one. 24-13, Elkhorn South, Worthley back to pass. Getting pressure from the backside. Worthley escaping to the right. Pump fakes, now throws down. It's hauled oh. in, and it's now incomplete as he lost it on the way down to the turf, Noah as Burhoop I believe that was Noah Burhoop. Yeah, look, he has the thing, something wrong with his hand. He's norm normally a sure-handed catcher. Really good job by Jeter Worthley extending the play. Good job by Noah Burhut running the kind of a scramble drill. Yep. Just right now, he's a little bit compromised uh, being able to be able to catch the ball there because it's affecting him to catching it because it's right on his hand. So fourth down and five, and you feel like this is not officially the game, but pretty darn close as there's three wideouts far side. Worthley in the shotgun. Bauman to his right. 
Can Elkhorn South get another stop? Worthy back to pass, quick pass, out far side. It's caught with the body by Presley Hall, and it's across the 50-yard line. Good for a Spartans first down. Again, you see him walking. We're talking about the sense of urgency. you got to be up to the line Mm -hmm. of scrimmage. We don't have it. Time is of the essence. I know this. Did they stop? Did they stop the clock or with not? The, with the out of bounds, it yeah. does stop. Okay, but we still gotta well, look. You have Elkhorn South defense on the heel yeah. on their heels. You have to press the press the action a little bit. So first and ten, Worthley no. back to pass, getting pressure from Ashton Murphy from behind. Now he'll just chuck it out of bounds, as that'll be incomplete. Clock will stop with four minutes and right. fifty-four seconds on it, and a Elkhorn South eleven point advantage. As the Spartans have it at the storm, excuse me, at the storm forty-eight yard line. Yeah, look, this is a game. This is a, a great game. It's an eleven-point game. Uh, this is four-down territory. You're playing all the way to the end, and Jeter Worthy puts a ton of pressure on the defense, mm-hmm. both cardiovascular-wise and also execution-wise. So now they'll play action. Worthy rolling to the right. He's going to take it and run with it as he cuts up field. And a smart decision, honestly, by Jeter Worthy. There was nothing through the seam like yeah. they like to look for on that type of play action play a more of an rpo is that yeah, correct Jay? RP, it is a rpo and more of a it was a pass option yeah and then it was actually a por with the pass option to the run yep good job by Jeter work that's the maturation of them from last year to this year so third and five they'll turn hand it off bauman up the middle he's got the first down as he barrels his way forward inside the 35 Again, to the 34 to be up to the line of scrimmage i, I keep i'm gonna keep saying this because i'm trying to set the stage right yeah Whereas every second counts, you're going to score. Elkhorn South isn't going to let you get an explosive play. Yeah. So they're, ma- they're essentially extending or shortening the game by making you execute, execute, execute. That's why every second counts because they aren't going to let you go over top of them. Yeah. So you need to be up on the ball. You got to be wary of your, of your three timeouts. And you almost be, if you forecast yourself, we're at least going to get three. Don't be afraid to burn one timeout there because if you do well on first down after you score, Elkhorn South has to pass the ball in the next two plays. It was a three-yard gain on first down by Dash Bauman. Now they'll turn second and seven, keep it with Dash Bauman, and they're just uh, running yeah, it up the yeah, gut, yeah, Jay. Yeah, I mean, that, like I said, the, the play calling going into halftime, that play call right there has left a lot to be seen. The creativity of yeah. the third, you know, attacking the thirds of the field has been gone all second half. And sometimes you get, get, get caught up in the emotion and the tide of this game. Um, you have to make sure you're definitely aggressive, and it hasn't been very aggressive so far. It's now third and five. Quick pass out near side. It's caught by Presley Hall. And how about Presley Hall continuing to answer the call? Yeah, yes, he does. And uh, listen, you can say his dad's impersonating Elvis Presley. Presley Hall has made a name for himself going into next year uh, by the way he played tonight. So it's first and ten inside the red zone as Worthley will turn, hand it off Bauman, navigating his way up the middle as he gets towards the ten yard line, and it's and a seven ne- yard and these game. Next two plays, I need either I need Caden Chadak to come in because he's always he, he seemed to do good things when he comes at a tight end. Next two plays, I got to go to the end zone. I got to yep. try to score because there's only three minutes left. Second down and three from the nine yard line. The Spartans trying to. Get into this 11-point lead. Quick pass out near, or far side, rather. It's caught by Lasik. It's a first down for the Spartans inside the five. Good job right there. We used to call that a NIF route, right, which is essentially looks like a slant. Then you bust it back out. A really good route by there, Belisic. Really excellent pass uh, by Jeter Worthy. First down. Now you're, you're almost into the end zone. So it'll be first and goal at quarterback keeper as Worthy dances his way around, and he's taken down shy of the goal line at the one. Potentially the two-yard line, 
And it looks like it's going to be second down and goal as we are inside three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Second down and goal from the two-yard line. Same, same formation with Bauman to the left of Jeter Worthley. They'll turn, hand it off. Bauman lowers his helmet. Is he in? Touchdown. And he is not. Oh. He is marked shy of the goal line. So that'll That's now right. bring up third down and goal. Yeah, you and if go you're two. if you're Lincoln East, you got to feel like you got to go. You got to go. Two twenty four yeah. to go on the clock, and you're down by two oh, possessions. Worthy will keep it himself, back his way in, and it's a touchdown, Lincoln East, as the Spartans trim it to a one possession game, and with a PAT pending, they can make it a four point Elkhorn South lead. Yeah, I mean, look, that was a really good drive right there. A little bit of time consuming. Uh, looks mm -hmm. like Lincoln East is going for two because if it was a four-point game with the extra point, you guys score a touchdown yep. anyways. So they're trying to get it to where a field goal could possibly tie the game and go into overtime. Uh, really good call. Really good series there. Because, look, Elkhorn South isn't going to let you beat them yeah. over the top. Uh, well, well orchestrated drive there by Lincoln East offense. So Michael Ford is by himself at the bottom. Worthy rolling to the right, and he is going to somehow dance out of it. Is touchdown. he in? He got in. Nope. No, he is not. Wow. So Jeter Worthy has stopped short of the goal line as it looked like he had broken and evaded multiple Elkhorn South defenders, but then he stopped just short of the goal line for the two-point conversion, so it is no good. And now with two minutes and 19 seconds remaining, it's a 24-19 to 19 storm advantage. And Lincoln East has all three timeouts to work with in the final couple minutes. Really good play there by Ethan Duda because uh, Jeter Worthy made the first guy miss. He was looking to get that two-point conversion. Um, Ethan Duda came over there and just made maybe like the game-sealing play right there because if not, the game changes with three timeouts for Lincoln East, how you play defense trying to get a field goal versus getting trying to get a touchdown. Now over there in Lincoln East, here's what I'm, I'm not going for an onside kick. But maybe I'm trying to go to a squib kick to an up back that's not really, you know, used to carrying the ball. Now, most likely, Elkhorn South is going to be prepared and down the ball. But if he muffs it and it's a really good, it's a, if it's a really good kind of squib kick, kind of skids on the top of the, top of the turf, you could get a, another quick turnover and then look for a touchdown. So uh, kicking it deep is an option as well. Um, they have two really good uh, returners. But, you know, this is a play that if you're trying to play field position, clock, timeouts project how how long that you you can last on the field without you know with the game being over and you want to get the ball back enough to re realistically nick if east can get the ball back with the ability to run four plays yeah they should have four plays dialed up to get chunk plays and get possibly get a touchdown so 219 to go and we're going to have an onside kick attempt by the lincoln east spartans as the kick oh, is going to take kick. a friendly oh, bounce. It bounces off oh, oh, of the Elkhorn oh, South oh, defender. Did the Spartans oh, recover God. it? We're waiting for the Doink. signal. Did the yeah. Spartans recover it? That was Spartans got the ball. What are you We're doing? going to have a penalty flag on the play. The Spartans are saying they have it. They've had the We're ball. waiting for an official word. Yeah, they. And the Elkhorn South Storm no, come up with that, the pigskin. That, that, that is the wrong call there. That is flat out the wrong call. Here's why. Mikel Ford had the ball in his possession. Elkhorn South jumped on it and got it after possession. I don't know what happened on, underneath the, the pile there. That's Lincoln East ball. Mm -hmm. um, now, so, I, I mean, just from my opinion, now there's no instant replay or anything like that. It is Lincoln East ball. The ball. officials are oh, convening, oh, and oh. it's going to be Elkhorn oh. South football. 
as that onside kick, it's an unsportsmanlike conduct on Lincoln wow. East. But oh. here's the thing. Ethan Duda was, I mean, dodged a bullet. Yeah. Ethan Duda, yeah. who he tried to field it. It's like a, it was like a ground ball for a right. baseball player that got on a short hop, and he just kind of flinched out of the right. way at the last second and hit his left knee. And fortunately enough for Elkhorn South, they dodge a bullet and after an unsportsmanlike conduct yeah, penalty on uh, the Spartans, it's going to be first and ten from the Lincoln East forty-yard line. Yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting decision right there. We've seen this actually in the Nebraska game, the very first play of the game. The fumble looked like Nebraska came out of the the scrum with the ball. Yeah, per, the uh, the referees knew Purdue had possession of the ball before the scrum happened. It's the same exact thing worked against East. Now, the unsportsmanlike conduct play is obviously on East regardless. Uh, but that was uh, – now, granted, we, we don't have the, the instant replay and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, the, But back to the onside kick. You know, one thing I want to ask you this in baseball. When you get those type of line drives, is it, in, is it better to attack it or to let it go to your second, to, to your hands team guy? Because the way I was taught, Nick, mm -hmm. if you don't feel confident – yeah. Get, out of, the Get way out of the way and knock somebody's head off yeah. versus kind of putting everybody in, in a little bit of a pause mode. You can have a, uh, a, a potential of, of, of losing a possession on, a, on an onside kick. Yeah, you got to feel like, I mean, once again, Ethan Duda dodges a bullet as he tried to field a short hop on a really good onside kick right. attempt that from our vantage, it looked like Michael Ford jumped on the loose fun yeah, the loose football it. yeah yeah it was and then it. somewhere in the scrum elkhorn south retains possession so it's first and 10 from the spartans 40 they'll turn hand it off and bousquet is taken down right at the line of scrimmage by number 51 for the spartans and it's going to be a second down and nine upcoming for elkhorn south and we're going to have a lincoln east timeout with 212 to play let's go ahead and take a 30 second breather with them don't go anywhere. The final two minutes and 12 seconds coming up in just a moment on 93.7 The Ticket. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Roofing Service Company takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution. Whether it's a new roof installation, roof repair, or a re-roofing project, their overall goal is to provide you with a pleasant experience and a long-lasting roof. If you have a need for siding or gutters, they're your place too. Visit RoofingServiceCompany.com for more info today. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Now back to high school football on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Shaping up to what is going to be a great finish here in Elkhorn as it's going to be second down and nine. Bousquet on the left side, taken down just past the line of scrimmage. Another great stop on second and long. We'll bring up third down and eight. Now, Jay, what's the decision here? El Elkhorn South, in all honesty, has not been able to stop Lincoln, South or Lincoln East offense. Right. Although the Spartans have, have provided running. methodical and slower possessions, yeah. What do you do here? Third I, down I and eight. It, I run it again and see if I can get a game-winning play or a game-winning run on, on an eight yards. If not, I pooch punt it, and I make East go the length of the field mm -hmm. to score a touchdown against our defense that yeah. has made them earn it. What I'm playing against, Nick, is the is the play clock, right? 
The last drive that they scored, that's why we said early in the drive, right? Yeah. That you have to be in a sense of urgency. They weren't. Every second counts. Yeah. Because why? You're playing against a defense that's going to be bend but don't break, not allow you to get over top, and you haven't tried to stress them over top as well. So you have to be in a sense of urgency because at the end of the game, if you happen to stop them right here, an extra 30 or 40 seconds probably was wasted. Mm-hmm. How many times? Maybe even more than that. Um, and you wouldn't have to really worry about timeouts if you get the ball back with two minutes left versus a minute and 15 seconds. So here we go. Third down and eight. Two wideouts, far side, one of the near side. They'll turn, keep it with Ooh. the boost, with Bousquet, and he's going nowhere. Noah Peterson, another phenomenal play. Took on, uh, actually, Ashton Murphy right there. Yep. Did a really good job uh, dislodging him, throwing him out of the way, and making a tackle uh, for no gain. Really good job by Lincoln East defense. Very easily could have came on the field with what Dom Capers used to call the loser's lean. Probably felt like you you had the recovery on the onside kick. Mm-hmm. You got an unsportsmanlike conduct at the bottom of the huddle. That's a subjective call. Yeah. Trust me, Nick, not a lot of nice things happen underneath there. But what happened? Lincoln East defense once again raised up to the competition, put Elkhorn South in the position to punt the ball. Now, Jeta Worthley had a phenomenal year. Can you be legendary on the road, up at Elkhorn, probably obviously no timeouts, possibly what, minute and 45, minute and 50, yeah. Can you drive? Can you drive your team the length of the field and write your name in the history books, not only in Lincoln East football, but in Nebraska playoff football history as well? So it's going to be fourth down and eight, and they'll send Dylan Kingston on to punt this one away. Landon Lingenfelter will be standing inside his own 10. The Spartans, who will have zero timeouts, Barring a penalty here on a low snap, it's controlled by Kingston, a high punt. Let it go. Lingenfelter says Peter, Peter, Peter as it bounces out of bounds. All right, here we go. And here we go. It'll be first and 10 from the 15-yard line. The Spartans led by Michigan baseball commit Jeter Worthley and Wyoming football commit Dash Bauman will have to travel 85 yards to the north end zone here into uh, what uh, a wind that was at 10 miles an hour is now completely dead yeah, that, uh, towards Peter the north Worthley's end zone. Arm is strong. Listen here, Nick. All the off-season work, all the things that you go through when it's 100 degrees, right? And you had to practice at 6 in the morning because it was 110 outside. This will make it all worth it if they're able to do it. Worthley back to pass. It's intended for Lingenfelter. He was not even looking. Yeah, this isn't time to be glide. This isn't gl- glide speed. You know, a glide speed, you're kind of going, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, we got to get going. You got to snap that head around. You got to understand, we got to have a sense of urgency. And a young fella right there is learning in the fire. Mm-hmm. Look, this is a different rate of speed trying to win a playoff game on the road against an excellent defense. This is not the time to coast if you're yeah. John Gingry's offense here. 151 to go, fourth quarter, second down and 10 from the Spartans' 15 yard line. Lincoln East trails 24 19, but after a three and out on defense, the Spartans offense get another crack as Worthy will excuse me, rush out right side. Worthy looking downfield, and it's going to be a quick pass, and it's incomplete. Intended for Owen Lasig, just about five or six yards down the field. He had one-on-one coverage down the far sideline, 
but were the elected to go to the shorter route, but nonetheless, it's incomplete. Third yeah, down and ten. Right now, look, it's four down territory. we got to get this first down, then we got to be able to sense the urgency. And, and mm-hmm. you know what, though, Nick, I wanted to say, that at the at the boundary side here, um, Elkhorn South all night has kept Kingston man-to-man defense. I've seen a couple times he's gotten beat off the line of scrimmage by Mikel Ford, but he, all they've ran on the backside is slants. Yep. This is a perfect time to run a post corner or a slant and go or just a straight-up nine route just to test them because you're going for two plays right now to get ten. you got to score, and you got to threaten this defense deep. So third down and ten. Worthy back is. to pass, getting He's pressure open. from the backside. It's a penalty. Worthy gets hit from behind. A fumble on the play. The ball's still bouncing around. The Big Spartans get it back. But there's going to be a penalty flag on the play as there's another one that comes in out of bounds. Now, Jay... This could be one where if that second penalty flag is on the storm, both of these penalties will neg- neglect, or excuse me, negate each other. And this could be real interesting yeah. after an extracurricular play on the far sideline. Yeah, and you know what? Mikel Ford, oddly enough, just had got behind the defense. I think Jeter Worthy is about to crank up that cannon uh, that, that, is, that is allowing him to go to Michigan to try to test him deep. Yeah. But a really good job by the Elkhorn South defense. Continued to pursue the ball and hit him as he was throwing it. Couldn't really see what happened on the sideline. The refs are starting to have a meeting of the minds over there. Not really sure. They've thrown so many flags out there. They don't know who to keep throwing them on. I think two or the two over here is obviously holding yeah. uh, close to us. And then the one out of bounds uh, looks like to be unsportsmanlike conduct. Now, listen, if, if it's against East, if I'm Gingry, I'm going listen. We've gotten every unsportsmanlike conduct penalty against us. There's no way in the world it's just one-sided. Uh, and so then now you, if it's offset, it gives East more one more shot so, in life, right? So it's going to be a hold on the Spartans, and then it's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on the Spartans. So that holding penalty is declined, and with that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, that'll make it half the distance to the goal, and that brings up fourth down and a mile. And so that penalty flag was thrown at the eight-yard line. So I would imagine that that's, this Half ball would be, be placed at the four-yard line, which if that's the case, it's going to be fourth down and 21 yeah, for I the mean, Spartans' you know, offense. You know, as much as we talked about Elkhorn South getting the unsportsmanlike conduct at the, uh, right before the end of the half, Lincoln East, I think, has had three yeah. in the second half. So you think when you talk about controlling your destiny, controlling your emotions, Controlling how you're coming out of out of that you know the halftime with the energy and urgency, right? Um, you have to think that that's how uh, Elkhorn South has has the advantage of the of the of the game right now. Yep. They came out of the second half with a purpose, right? They've dominated them on coverage as far as special teams. They came out in the first uh, drive offensively and walked the ball down the field. Now again, East I think assisted in that where they didn't line up correctly one time. They didn't have the urgency, and that's controllable by them. They had a late defensive call in there, and it was a great catch uh, by uh, Aiden Scardis and a, even a better pass by Riggs, but it put Mikel Ford way behind in, in, the play, in, in, the, in the process of that play, and now you're down by seven points within like three minutes a half. So the sense of urgency both in how you play overall in general, but then also offensively mm-hmm. it seems like East – lost the energy and lost their rhythm and so now they're fourth and 20 with your season on the line by one of a holding penalty and that happens right but then also by another, the third straight yeah. unsportsmanlike conduct that has worked 
against you every single time. So here we go. Fourth down and 20. 89 seconds left in the game. No motion. Bauman out behind that left tackle. Now Worthley back to pass on fourth and 20. He's going to oh. take a shot down the field, and it's going to be incomplete. And Elkhorn South has a date with Millard South next Friday night in the state semifinals as they'll take over possession inside the Spartans' five-yard line. First and goal up by five and only a minute 22 to play and no way for the Spartans to stop the clock. Yeah, I, look, I mean, it was almost a, a, a phenomenal play there uh, by Presley and a really good pass by Jeter Worthley, uh, but just wasn't there. Like the, like, like the East passing attack, anything past 10 or 15 yards. So, um, look, I know East, is, they're thinking they never – you don't show up to these games thinking you're going to lose, right? Mm -hmm. And that's both teams. It was a phenomenally played game. Elkhorn South just had that little bit of championship, more championship grit, been in this position before. Um, the depth, I think, helped them, even though I think they were taxed uh, defensively. And just being in this moment, you're at home. Yeah. Um, I felt like, the, you know, they just had – well, and they listen, it came down to this, Nick, how they came out. We talked about the three or four minutes after halftime. Yeah. Those three minutes of Elkhorn, that won them the game. Now, granted, they East had a chance to do it. But they got ahead and was way ahead of the scoreboard, the chains, and then also the urgency was twice as much in their factor, and it led to their victory. So well earned, good, great season by East. Again, I think they were the, obviously the best team in the in the in the city, and they came up and, and represented well against a you know top notch Elkhorn South team. And there's a lot that you can take away from this, but then also it's finding a way to develop that little bit of edge. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? To be able to go on the road to a Elkhorn, to a Omaha school, and win. Now, Elkhorn South. Now you look forward to Millard South, right? This yep. is great. Celebrate it. Be over tomorrow. Millard South looks like they're they're catching their rhythm. They're getting healthy. They beat the brakes off you early, right? So you yep. gotta keep that. You gotta that in your memory bank. So as much as you want to celebrate this, you gotta understand there's a storm waiting for you over there in Millard next week. And uh, it will not be a nice uh, welcoming committee uh, when you go just essentially right across the across the highway. So your final score in the Class A quarterfinal matchup, number three seed Elkhorn South survives against the number 11 seed Lincoln East Spartans 24 to 19. This is now the postgame show sponsored by Elway Power Sports of Lincoln. Check out their new and pre-owned inventory online at ElwayPSLincoln.com. Jay. Now the semifinal matchups are set. It's Omaha West Side versus Millard West, and now Elkhorn South versus Millard South. No matter what the matchup is in the state title, I think Elkhorn South can really give Millard South a run for their money here. Well, well the way they play defense, uh, physical, nothing deep, nothing cheap, um, really you know, sets them up to potentially stymie that young, explosive uh, offense yeah. of Millard South. Um, and, then it, and then offensively, if they can win the line of scrimmage against that excellent Millard South defensive line, uh, they'll have a chance to uh, win this game. Look, <clears throat> seems like they got 200 kids out here, so they have the depth, right? Um, they have a championship pedigree. They have the fan support, and they have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one, time, it's one thing to play against a team earlier in the year and get beat pretty bad and never get a chance to redeem yourself. We'll see how much they've learned from that, uh, you know, that loss earlier in the year to Millard South 
and we'll see how much better Miller South has gotten since we've seen them play Westside. So they have a, they have a chance. It's not like they don't have talent. It's not like they don't have the coaching or or, or and they're pretty healthy, right? And so um, it'll be it, look. It, I can I can tell you one thing. I know this, right? This game right here was 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 a great game, mm-hmm. right? I, I call this game with you ten out of ten days. Yeah, I'd watch this game. That game next week, next I'm assuming next Friday is going to be must see. Because from a physicality standpoint, yeah. it's two Brahma Bulls that are going to lock horns. Two, 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 two high schools or programs yeah. that have a history together. You got And so, you know, listen, um, you're playing for keeps here. You know, you, you obviously want to get to playing down there in Memorial Stadium. Miller South is in Elkhorn South's way. Elkhorn South is in their way. So we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to watching them again. Once again, your final score tonight. Elkhorn South, the Storm, advanced to the state semifinals with a 24-19 victory over the Lincoln East Spartans. The Spartans, a tremendous season in a, yeah. a time where losses to Millard South, losses to Gretna. Lost to Carney, I mean, it's frank, kind of a weird, yeah, weird frankly, deal out there. Also, towards the end of the year, you didn't know what to expect from this team in the playoffs. Right. And I think if you're John Gingery, you're pretty proud and pleased with how your Spartans came on the road in a, in, a, in a pretty intense environment against a really physical Elkhorn right. South team. And there's a lot of good pieces coming back next year, starting with the quarterback. Yeah, look, look, Jeter Worthy gives you a chance even if they had me and you out there. Yep. So, uh, I mean, look, you got him coming back. You got Presley Hall. You got some other guys. You got, I think, Burhoop and some other Lingenfelter. guys. Lingenfelter. And you got some good crop of freshmen, incoming yep. freshmen and uh, juniors that are going to be seniors along with some sophomores. So, look, Lincoln East has been quietly the most consistent team over the last four or five years in, in, the, in the city. Now they got to find a way to take what they've done this year mm-hmm. and then add on to it. They're losing some guys. Obviously, you're losing Dash Bauman. I think Mikel Ford. Mikel Ford comes back next yes. year. Um, Peterson's gone, so you got to kind of revamp that defensive line. But Lincoln East had a really good year, a great year. Don't, don't, I don't want to undersell it. Um, but I think they should take a lot of confidence in, you know, going to the offseason and, and thinking about next year. And But then also I think they need to take enough time to celebrate mm-hmm. this year because I think coming into the season, I think everybody felt like Southeast was going to be head and shoulders the best team. Lincoln East, by no, by no short uh, yeah. feat, was head and shoulders the better team, the most consistent team. And you got to think for Lincoln East, they went out to Kearney and was in a, in a tough Kearney, you know, team yeah. out there on the road, had the one point lead, went in and had an hour and a half delay, end up losing by like 17 points to bounce back from that kind of lose the game. Felt like I think Lincoln East felt like they lost the game and gave the game to Millard South. Then against Gretna looked like a shell of themselves in a quick turnaround, turn around and beat their cross city rival pretty handily, come on the road to Elkhorn and just a little bit of of of, of uh, lack of experience, lack of kind of that grit that puts you over the edge, yeah. came out of halftime sleepwalking, kind of like a la Gretna, mm-hmm. right? And so this is the learning lesson for when Coach Gingry and the coaches address this team going into the offseason. That's how close we were to being in the semifinals. It's not a talent thing. It's not an opportunity thing. It's an urgency thing. So once again, your final score here from Elkhorn. Elkhorn South wins it at home 24-19 to over the Lincoln East Spartans. They'll advance to the state semifinals next Friday night at Millard South. And I can tell you that if uh, all things are, are go the way as planned, Jay and I will be 
at Millard South High School for that one between Elkhorn South and the Millard South Patriots. The other state semifinal is going to be Omaha West Side and uh, Millard West. And so though one of those four teams will be crowned the 2023 state champion in just a few weeks at Memorial Stadium. But for now, Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman saying so long from Elkhorn. Don't forget to join us tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the A1 Automotive Ticket Tailgate pregame show as we'll get you ready for Nebraska and Michigan State with that kickoff at 11, 11 a.m. And then obviously Jay and I will take you with the Jay Foreman postgame show uh, immediately following Nebraska's matchup against the Michigan State Spartans. Once again, your final score in this one on the Elway Power Sports of Lincoln postgame show. 24-19, the Spartan season comes to an end. The Elkhorn South Storms stay alive to advance to the, the state semifinals next Friday night. We'll talk to you tomorrow on 93.7 The Ticket.